So where'd you get those chocolate croissants from? Um, they were from the Walker. <laughs> from the Walker. Yeah, like like the Walker Art Center. Yeah, like, like I the... went to like a media event, and so usually at the oh. media events they like give us treats. But of course, because of COVID, we couldn't eat them there, so they like gave us. Gave oh, us that's funny! <laughs> like on your way out the door, <laughs> so they gave you a bag, or did you have to bring your own? I would have bought my like, I would have tied like my big old bag, like you know the grocery bag. I would've, no, I would have got the IKEA bag. I'd be like, okay, I'm taking them home. Yeah. Here we go. They, they do have a nice little cafe there, though. The Minnesota Football Show, your regular dose of smart, socially aware, and occasionally snarky news and commentary about local, national, and international stuff. The Minnesota Football Show co-hosts are Bridget McDowell and Sheila Reed, produced and co-hosted by Rodrigo Sanchez, Javeria, and Eric Silva. You can follow the Minnesota Football Show at Show on your social media platform of choice. Subscribe to and rate the Minnesota Football Show on iTunes. Bienvenidos and welcome to another edition of the Minnesota Football Show. We have a full house. A full house. We have empowered by the sun outside. It's been like sunny and like wonderful weather for like a week straight and like it's been great. So I'm here by with Eric, Bridget, Sheila. Let's do a little bit of a check-in. How are you guys doing? Uh, it's been wild. It's just so weird. Just like the entire, it's like we spent like over a year, like in this one way. And now it's like, okay, back to normal. It's all over. Everything's fine, guys. Get out there. Let's go. <laughs> it's a little bit overwhelming. Yeah, that- uh-huh. That shit. Yeah, I'm definitely me. not ready for it. Yeah, I'm not ready for it. That anxiety, my anxiety levels. We went to Costco this morning and it wasn't in St. Paul. And the amount of ratio of people wearing masks and people not wearing masks oh, was God. like messing with my head. So I was like, let's That's, just get out of here quickly. So I bailed out of Target so fast yesterday. <laughs> yep. I was following. And I start walking it. around, and I was trying to like. I had a couple things I needed, and otherwise, I was kind of wandering just to get out of the office. And every time I turned a corner, there's another person without a mask on. I'm like, you know what? All right, grabbed like two things, and I ran to the front. I had to take the no car to the that. shop yesterday, and just going down uh, 494W, there were there weren't that many, maybe like four or five people, but on on one of the bridges over the interstate. You had the uh, uh, what was it? Mask off mn dot org crew out there asking for honks and throw your mask out. There, there was a I saw on on Twitter. I can't remember what the Bruce Stillery something like that was a yeah, burn your mask through. party. Yeah, awesome. Yep. Here we go. Well, there's yeah, several so though. Roseville is going to be a a great time. <laughs> yeah, like Roseville we... has always been a great time. Like yeah, and yeah. I, I did hear that the mall was actually fine yesterday. A couple. Well, people I mean, were there's certain there, places but... like, like when I went to Cub Foods today, it was like because it was in St. Paul, like the hills have their mandate on. So like, so thank you, uh, Mayor Carter. At least you know some, <laughs> some sense, right? And um, yeah. I think they did the same thing in Minneapolis. And regardless, the, yeah, the, the amount, so. at least in the cities, the amount of people still wearing their masks is pretty high. So. That's but good. the thing is that 
it's all over in the suburbs. It's like it's like I'm like nope. I was like you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna invite you and you and you and you to come over to my backyard and that's all I'm gonna do all summer. I ain't trusting any yep. of you fools out there. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. Well, to that end, let's go to some football because apparently everybody can go. Well, well, I'm burying the lead, but uh, full capacity is coming sooner sooner than we think. Um, let's start with Minneapolis full City. Full capacity where... and no and no and not and, a no mask and no required. required. Yeah, that too. Yeah. That Strongly too. encouraged. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Minneapolis City. So they played their first match last week against Sioux Falls Thunder. They won three nil. Uh, from what I understand, it was from what I remember, at least it was nil nil at halftime. It was a pretty gritty match on a absolute garbage, crappy field in <laughs> um, in rain. So like conditions were just terrible all over the place. Um, and, it, and it took him a full half to kind of, you know, feel out uh, the thunder. It, from what I understand and from what I remember some in, in the past, too, it's not like the Sioux Falls Thunder are a great team, but they do OK at home. They're, they're sometimes a difficult team to play away. And, you know, they started to, to, to figure out uh, figure out the defense and kind of start to dominate the midfield in the second half. Um, Yusuf gets the first goal. Uh, Will Kidd scored as well. I can't even remember who put in the third, but there's your final. 3-0. And the highlight of this, that, which I'm sure all of you have seen at this point, uh, maybe Bridget or Rodrigo, you guys can help me remember, who was the player that, that got messed up? Because there was a serious uh, head cut on one of those guys. I want to say it was Jonah, but I think that's wrong. Let me pull right. it up real quick. Sure. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a pretty nasty, pretty nasty cut, and everybody's like, "He's okay. Don't worry. He's fine." <laughs> Meanwhile, just like this river coming out of his forehead. Yeah. No, it was it was hilarious because they they moved that from their stadium to some shitty field with like an irrigation ditch or whatever, and they were all saying, "You know, this is." It's so great that we moved this game to like a shitty little field with the with the irrigation ditch, and uh, like twenty people showed up. The reason they moved it was so that more people could attend. Um, <laughs> and it got, Classic. They got like twenty people there, um, so that probably helped uh, <laughs> with the whole playing playing away thing. Uh, I lost the tweet. It's okay. It's okay. I mean, it, it, it was out there. It's a week old. That's Justin that's, Oliver. There you go. Justin Thank Oliver. You. Yeah. Um, so we can talk about tomorrow, or rather, not tomorrow, yesterday. Uh, yesterday, they played again. Uh, they had their first home match at the Nelly over at... Uh, uh, Augsburg. Thank you, Augsburg. I was going to say St. Augustine for some reason. Mm, come on, <laughs> Saturday. Let's wake up here. Uh, thank you, Augsburg at the Nelly, and they blew them out. I mean, this wasn't even a. I think from start to finish, they just had their number. Six uh, nil is your final. Uh, Yusuf got a brace. Uh, Vang, who I hear is really fun to watch. I'm, I'm saddened that I haven't got a chance to make it out there yet. I hear he's just just fire all over the place. He got a brace as well, and then plus two more, including El Gato. Meow, <laughs> meow. <laughs> That's right. So six nil. Uh, Minneapolis City currently essentially uh, halfway the opposite of uh, Minnesota United in terms of yes. the season start, <laughs> which is kind of what we expected, yep. though. I mean, this this is what we were 
certainly looking forward to. And uh, I mean, a lot of these teams haven't played in over a year, so it was, you know, a little bit up in the air. But Minneapolis City, they've been training very, very hard since like November. So we're ready. Putting it February. My bad, February. And that was, yeah. And that was what, 1-0 at halftime? So, I mean, it took them a little bit to settle in, but once they did, they were in. Yep, yep. And a couple of these, these goals came from subs, too. I know Gato was a sub, yeah. and I can't remember who else. I didn't, I didn't get all that in here. So it's, it's good to see, like, the fresh legs just coming in and immediately getting things done. Right on. So there you go. 2-0, Minneapolis City on a roll. Um, last week, NWSL, we can just, we, as we were recording, the, uh, the championship cup was happening and it was one nil when we, I think we started, um, with Sinclair's goal, Carly Lloyd gets a goal as well. So they, they tie one, one in full time goes to penalties and Portland thorns pull it off in penalties with, uh, uh, keeper help me out with there. You go. Who's the keeper? Uh, uh, which, which Portland Portland. Yeah. Oh, um, oh, dude. Um, uh, or whoever. I'm just having another Saturday no, morning. Thinking of yeah, yeah, I'm struggling today. Anyway, she had a dope um, save. It was Adriana. Frank. Adriana. Frank. Thank, yeah, you. Yeah, hey, thank you. Hey, Sheila. Thank you. Did, am I pronouncing it wrong? You got it. No, I, no, that's right. Yeah, no. Just... Yeah. She won the Budweiser Player of the Match honors. Well done. Yeah, she had a and great, had a great tournament. Brilliant save. She had a great save too. And there's this. There's this uh, video that the National Women's Soccer League um, put up of Megan Kling like drink like that she filled the entire cup with beer <laughs> and she's just like drinking the whole thing. That is on brand. <laughs> that goes straight back to the World Cup. Uh-huh. They're <laughs> well there, there's, there is somebody that, so. on the Portland yep. Thorns team that is not 21 yet. Ah. And so like when they were celebrating, I, I, I have to look for the tweet, but uh, I think it was Sophia. Um, but um, they were giving her like seltzer or like something else that she was celebrating with while everybody else was like inside of the tent celebrating it sort of with beer and alcohol and she's like outside there's a picture it's like you know i mean i mean it was it was compared to last year where nwsl again being being number one in the aspect of being the first to do things you know, brought back soccer. We knew it was going to be, it was sloppy at times, right? But then eventually picked up. But this tournament from the get-go, like, the quality was there. And I think, and I think, you know, you know, a lot of people are thinking Crystal Dunn's husband for moving to Portland and having a job there so that way Crystal Dunn can move over there and just take over. I mean, every team Crystal Dunn's played on has been successful. So it's like, you know, and it's it's and it's one of those things where like this this tournament was was a lot of fun to watch, and there was a lot of good soccer being played. And there you go. We're not talking about the courage for once, which I'm happy about. So it's true. Yeah, that's uh, that's good on the Gotham FC for getting things done and winning that side of the of the uh, of the bracket. Yeah, and I think uh, the the league starts. This week, right? Today. It today? It's yeah. today. Yeah, I've got it in here towards the bottom, but uh, where are we? NWSL today. Uh, Racing Louisville plays Kansas City. Gotham plays Houston Dash. Uh, the Rain play The Courage. That's your first. Yeah. And then first the Rain just recently signed Les Somers. So 
So that should be interesting. So indeed. Well, congrats to Portland. Um, let's let's go, go quickly through MLS week four. We don't have to spend a lot of time here. Um, the first one to bring up is the Chicago, Philadelphia, Chicago, nil Philly two. And the only reason I do is because it's hysterical that Chicago basically is, is, uh, is Minnesota United 2017 in the back with Shuttleworth and goal Calvo as your, as your center back and captain, apparently still, I think. And the, the one that really never got any playing time for Minnesota, Wyatt Olmsberg mm-hmm. paired up with him. It's just wild. And I think Wes put this one out, but he says, I, for one, am shocked to discover starting defense of 2018 loons that isn't a winning strategy for the Chicago Fire. It's almost like there's a reason they're no longer in Minnesota. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> that was such a, a classic cowbell giveaway. Yeah. Like, and it was beautiful goal for DC. Like, it was great. All credit to them. I mean, Calvo is this the one where he does like the know. little pirouette, like he does like a little back? Yeah, kick he like he like kind of tried to maybe flick flick with his head, but he was nowhere near it. And then he kind of yeah. did the the shrug, the arms shrug. up. Eh, I don't know. Trademark. Nothing I can do. Yep. 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 Um, anything else you you all want to hit from this round here? Uh, Red Bulls got a pretty big win, two 0 over over Toronto. I think our guy uh, Caden Clark. He had, he had a huge match, uh, assist and a goal. Just yep. Minnesota power outside of Minnesota. That's how it works. I mean, Columbus pounded D.C. 3-1, but, you know. But we'll talk about another D.C. game later on um, on this, as we keep on going on because that was a fun game to watch. Sure. Uh, Nashville Na- took it to to um, Bruce Arena's. Uh, they did. <laughs> fighting Bruce Arena's. That was an interesting one. I mean, Vancouver. Big win. Big win. You know, beat Montreal. The battle, the battle of which, which will have draw more fans to their lonely, empty stadiums uh, between Dallas and Houston was a tie. <laughs> I watched a little bit of this one on Univision and was bored out of my mind. Exactly. So I, I, I just, I like just don't know. Minutes. Like, and like when, 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 um, and you know, that's one of the things too. It's just, it's just crazy how that stuff is, and so we can dive a little bit more into that. But like, you know, they have players. I mean, Darwin hasn't been getting time how to get him on the field you know uh orlando in new york city so it was a fun thing to watch uh el trafico was el trafico was fun, was fun. it was that very was a, fun that was awesome yeah yep and great match chicharito with the early goal but i can't re- we got to give credit to the player on that slide tackle that just he perfectly, oh my god it was beautiful like he perfectly yes. slides the ball beats the defender and it just lands at Chicharito's foot. And he's right. basically one V one. I was like, Ooh, so I mean, and that was the, that was the rookie, right? Um, go ahead. I can't remember his name, but yeah, I'm what a gorgeous play. Wow. I mean, I mean, Alvarez from LAFC has, you know, he's the, one of the young players, but he just keeps on, on just, uh, on him being amazing. I think he, mm-hmm. he megged K once yeah. and, like, yep. and it was just one just it was just a filthy meg it was filthy and he just took it up that wing and he's like you know i, I don't know if he's decided which national team he's gonna play for but like that kid's got you know i'm glad they're, they're playing the kids they're and, all gonna be rallying for yeah, him yeah yep trying to win him so, over but and then you know there was there was there was us in colorado and we talked about that so yeah, two to one final there. Yeah, us in Colorado. I mean, 
we 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 don't need to beat that one down too much. It's it was a rough ride, and uh, it was full full power Heath out train. And I think my favorite thing about this one was, uh, I think it was Doyle to Wes actually going back to Wes again, <laughs> where he posted the meme of of the two and 70 something minute Seattle uh, fool me again or whatever it was, and in the final is three two, fool me again whatever it is and that's on me fool fool me fool, fool me once it's on me fool me twice can't fool me again and it's the same thing two nil colorado right. and then three two final yeah i mean that game was it was a game of two halves and you know yeah it was disappointing and there's a lot of things that went wrong and there's a lot of tactical things that just didn't make any sense Let's let's yeah. highlight the Reynoso goal though, because that freaking oh that was that was out of oh my god yeah out of this world yeah it kind of looked like he was heading it from the top of his head. Oh, no, this no, no, one was no. a we're free kick. About, yeah, no, we're talking about the Colorado game. So oh, the sorry. Vancouver game is the Ramon Avila. Yes, which yeah, we talk about that because that's an interesting an interesting thing because that's yeah because uh, yeah I mean it was I think Dotson earned a free kick and, yeah. and Dotson playing. Pushing the ball forward, he's pretty, he's pretty good. So, so then that's that's what happened, and then he got that free kick. Was beautiful. It was just, you know, just the perfect amount of curve on that one. Yep, yep. and beautiful. that was great. And then the second goal came like five minutes later, which was, um, which was uh, Dotson. Yeah, Dotson scored it, but it was uh, it was uh, I think a giveaway in the midfield. Oh, it was it was yeah. pressing yeah. so high, and Lud, then Lud, Lud takes Lud, it. Yeah, Lud takes yep. it, and then he splits two defenders who were trying to trail him, and then Dotson just taps it in. So, yep. so I mean, we can score, we can create we offense can. once we once we are given the space to do that, and and then it was just like a like an MMA fight with like a heavyweight fighting a lightweight, and just like <laughs> ducking and blocking and just getting sh- blow after blow after right. blow after blow. Like that was the entire second half is just getting beat down i yeah. just felt it was hard to watch hard to watch well how much of it was that um the formation that is a good question it, that was Go definitely ahead. an issue um i think gregush pointed that out afterwards and said that they just left too much space open back there everyone was too focused on on pressing and forgetting to drop back in time right. um and I mean, most of those Colorado goals came from within the box. It's not like they were just like lobbing crosses like like United does. Right. Um, they were working their way in there and utilizing all of that space. Right. If we've talked I would about- think that there's like, sorry, I just, I think, I would think that like, even if you're a midfielder and you're supposed to come back, there's like a psychological uh, mentality that you're a midfielder and you just, right. it's just like a different thing. Yeah. yeah, like why I think am I defending right now? No, and I, I think that's one of the things too is just the, the the mental aspect of where they are now. Like they, you're at zero and four, or like you were zero and three there, right? And then you're like, oh, that was that was zero and four. That was zero and four. Okay, so we were zero and four, and like you're trying to win. So like you 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 know that the only way you win is is, is score goals. So you're put you're pressing and you see that it's working and you just want to push up. Uh, but it's one of those things that. Mentally, you there needs to be some sort of discipline, and like you can only press so much before your team just gets tired and just 
Well, and out. the simple idea too of relieving pressure, not necessarily by bunkering, but actually putting in a little bit more attack and getting that ball out of there and moving it to the other end. Because we've all we've all whether it's through spaces or or, or Bridget on on 10K, we've talked about this. But that substitution of Kalman for Reynoso mm-hmm. was just a huge WTF moment. Yeah, the and exact opposite of uh, of Colorado's approach. Yep. And right. you bring in we have Cole a perfect Bassett. illustration of which one works best now. Right. Well, there you go. We lost. It was bad. And at that point, we were 0-4. And uh, there, were, there, were, there were lots of fires and, and Heath effigies and all that good stuff happening. Um, let's round out that week. So Atlanta and Miami tied. This one was also on national TV, and I think it was also extremely boring. Um but it was followed by a very fun match, uh, at least in the second half. I guess the, the second, the first half of Portland, Seattle was just, they were just feeling each other out. I think it was nil nil if I, if I'm not mistaken. And then things really opened up in the second half and Seattle wins that one two to one. That was a double header, by the way, on rabbit ears Fox, which is <laughs> spectacular. I love that. Um, Seattle remains undefeated remains, remains being Seattle basically. <laughs> Uh, they get it done in so many different ways. Uh, SKC over Austin, two to one, and that wraps up the week. Anything else to add, esteemed colleagues? You want to talk about Wednesday, or is that something else? We'll get there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The next thing I have is the Columbus Crew rebrand. I'm sorry, <laughs> Columbus SC. And it got very quiet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's uh, it is something. It is a shield question mark. Yep, I, I mean, mean that's a letter C. <laughs> it kind of looks more like a Q. <clears throat> yeah, it does. It looks like one of those brands that you go into Dick Sports Dick Sports uh, <laughs> Sporting Goods, and you're like looking at the like the. What is it? The fire sale or whatever is there sale they have yeah. and they have on the racks and you picked it up and go, hey, that's not so bad. I mean, I'm just going <laughs> to use this to be out around the house and maybe do some work outside. No, no one's really going to see me in that. I'm not going to be up there. That looks like one of those things. It's, it's horrible. It really is. It really is. I mean, and I, under, I, I, I get the logic of why they want to do it because new ownership, new stadium, all this new stuff. They kind of want to move to something different. Fine. But to drop everything from that super iconic shield and crest, I mean, it's one of the most iconic in the entire league. Mm-hmm. And, and, and go to something totally different, it's just – the comments were said at all. I mean, if you just look on social media. Oh, I think one, I of mean, my fa- one of my favorite was kudos to the three-year-old that won the contest. <laughs> I, think the, I think the thing, too, is, is it, it comes down – like once this, the crew was saved, we understood that new ownership meant – new branding which i think everyone was okay with but the fact that you know they're no longer known as a crew um a lot of the supporters and a lot of the supporter groups and the board of directors of supporter groups like felt um that they, you know there wasn't enough communication and the problem is too is that some of the people who sit on that board did were asked but they were they signed NDAs, so they couldn't really talk about it, and so it's it's a this. whole, it's a whole crap load, and then people resigning now, and like, and I think people are also just tired because the 2018 yeah. 
just drain the life out of a lot of people. You know, you you get your team back, you keep them, and then all of a sudden, now this is happening. And so I don't know how many people have fight left in them, but like I think the new owners probably saw that. You know, so we're like, we're just going to do this, and they're going to be tired from doing this, and we're just going to do it the way we want to. And I mean, That's, and the the way that they're trying to sell it as this is us like remembering history and all of this. It's, no, you're doing you're doing the exact opposite, and uh, I mean that's that's what that the old logo was was a nod to their entire history. Yep. So to change that to drop everything and say that this is this shows who we are, while at the same time saying you know this is this is our history. We are the crew. Here's the new logo that does not acknowledge any of this whatsoever. <laughs> it's just. It, it's yeah. it's like the owners have just have not been paying attention for the last five years. It's pretty brutal. Um, our amazing comrade Ash, who recently designed our our shield logo, um, <laughs> responded and, and and apparently has some ideas. Just like MLS, <laughs> look what this amazing human did for us, and yeah. gave us like this amazing phenomenal shield. Did you come up with something? That's a, there have been a there have been a lot world. of them. Where people are like, here, I spent five minutes on yeah. like on clip art. Right. Here's a better logo for you. It's true. It's true. It's just so weird to look at. Well, speaking of terrible owners, that that's a direct uh, segue <laughs> that's we can fantastic use. Fantastic segue. It sure is. <laughs> Augusto da Silva, brasileiro vagabundo. He's already a, a terrible human who was the former owner of Orlando, has sold the club to who? Ah. Oh. Wario, it's a Wario. The Wilfs, Ziggy Wilf and family, they're back in. They never go away. So, yep, there it is. Sorry, Orlando. Well, wait. Does that mean that we 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 can have a NWSL team then? Like, <laughs> like, will he move to? I mean, we here? could. <laughs> I mean, that probably would be the closest team we are associated with that we could cheer for if someone were to ask you, what NWSL team I can cheer for that sets connections to Minnesota? And then you'd be like, well, Orlando. Here's our sister club. Yeah, Yikes. (laughs) Here's a sister city club. That's not really... That's that's a big oof for me. But But it's exactly... (laughs) something that we would do um, well, i will say whenever it was two years ago when those guys were at the black heart we partied so hard oh i Orlando forgot supporters. about that that That's was a, yeah, a that good was, time yes we yeah. should um <laughs> we should try to find that uh didn't you do a video with them oh yeah they're still up no, on facebook they're all up there's there. no video no, Sorry, I I don't, don't, there's, no there's, there's no evidence. video Yes, no, true. no video whatsoever. They, I'm. It will be deleted from social media. I will. Good luck. I don't want it to. Yeah, yeah. There's a video. Out <laughs> Eric there, has so. copies stashed everywhere. <laughs> what happened? Like, why don't you? What's like? What's, oh, there are lots of shots, including that guy. He's down there on my screen. There are lots of shots. <laughs> I, all I recall is someone bringing me. I don't know if it was you or somebody else yelled for me and said hey come here and i'm like sure what's going on and the next thing you know i'm doing shots for like 15 people at the same time and we're like yep wait we didn't do it right 
Okay, let's do another one then. Do it again. Yep, no, that's right. Wait, we didn't do it right. <laughs> you need wait. That person wasn't here, and I'm like, dear lord, this is like seven shots in like ten minutes. I was like, that's and yeah. So it was a really good time. Was, yeah, I think uh, that's when we met Alex time. too. I think Alex uh, Schieferdecker was there too for that game. But I, yeah, I, yeah, that's a. Uh, then that's why I can't run for office or anything or school board. That's why. <laughs> From the old, the old Facebook Live video is gonna get you. <laughs> oh, don't, um, let's not even let's not even talk about um, what was it the what was the social media that was before Facebook? MySpace. MySpace, MySpace. but then also Friendster. Oh yeah, I never had oh, one. Oh, forgot about that one. Um. And actually, my MySpace wasn't as um, terrible as my Friendster, but MySpace got bought out by some other company at some point. And like, there was this other company called PQ that like owned all my, or I think it was, I don't know, remember, I can't remember what site it was, but like owned all my blog posts and pictures and all this. And you could, you could get them to take it down, but you had to pay the money. Wow. Yikes. That's glad I I wasn't into into Frontier that much. So, wow. So, Um, let me throw this one at you. On the internet, it lives forever. Yeah, (laughs) unfortunately. Um, We'll segue to the next Minnesota United match from this. Uh, Here's Adrian Heath on McMaster and Wea. He says, Are they ready? Not yet. We've thrown them in. They've impressed to a certain amount, but at this moment uh, in time, I think this is a situation for experienced people. People who've been through this type of thing, not for the young guys, maybe throwing them on with 20 minutes, blah, 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 blah. Thoughts? I mean, he's been playing the, the, the kids more than he's ever played any other kids, to tell you the truth, you know? True. Like, so, and do I agree that you don't, you want to throw them and like put them in a situation where they're going to fail? No, no, I don't. But like when your roster depth, it's not the greatest and you need young, fresh legs to do something, even if it's just to chase the ball or, or put, provide pressure, then, then you should err in the, in, in, on the side of the youth to be able to provide that at least. Right. And especially once we have the sample size of those 20 or 30 minutes where they were the best offense that, that we had all night in right. a few previous games. To look at all of that and to praise them for that and to then say they can't handle it is ridiculous. Um, I, I can see where you want those veterans in there, but just days after playing at altitude and then these, these guys are just gassed. Put, why would it hurt to put fresh legs in? It just reminds me of... Uh, one of those early season games, I don't remember if it was the first season or a couple of years in, where they had given up a lead and he didn't make any subs. And his reasoning was they got themselves into this position. They will get themselves mm, out. I remember that. Yes. That's, that's what I keep thinking with each of these matches. And, he, you know, he used to rotate people so much more. And now he just keeps putting the same guys in. And it's like, it, it's starting to feel like he's saying, you know what, you, you got us to this position in the table. You, cl- you claw our way out of this. Figure it out. Uh, not a great coaching strategy, turns out. 
Um, I, I feel this particularly with McMaster. I, I would really like to see that guy get a little bit more time because mm-hmm. assuming Fragapanes is on his way, we're still a week or two before that'll even happen. So it's like, why not give the kid a chance? See what happens. Yeah. If, if he's okay. sucking it up, take him out at halftime. Exactly. You can you can reverse that decision pretty easily. You've got right. the other people on your bench. I mean, yep. he's he sat Gregoosh for he did for sixty minutes. So it's right. it's not like it's not like he doesn't have those options. Gregoosh is getting the Ethan Finley treatment nowadays. You know, he, like, yeah, he is. So like he gets 60, 70 minutes maybe, and then he gets subbed out. And you know, it's it's one of those things that that's happening. But I I mean overall like. Usually, I mean that that could be more of an international thing. There could be something there right. where they're asking him to to slow it down just a little bit so he's prepared for for internationals. Please uh, do not destroy leave. our Gregus. <laughs> they, <laughs> hi, we need him the day after you play this game. Can you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Well, yeah, let's jump to Vancouver, shall we? Yeah. Um. So basically, the same formation except our keeper flip. Uh, DSC gets a break. Miller starts, and they were very clear about saying this isn't on DSC. We're just putting Tyler Miller in. Um, I, I got into this one a little bit late. I was I was doing lessons until about eight thirty. So I will throw to you three for the first half an hour, first half. Uh, what did you all see? There wasn't a whole lot to talk about that first <laughs> half hour. That that first half was like. Dear Lord, like it was, it was rough. The attacking threes were not in sync at all. And, uh-uh. and credit to Vancouver, because you know, like we said, like either you you squeeze the exits out of Reynoso, so he doesn't have right, so he, he doesn't have the quick access outputs to be able to pass the ball, and like literally, like it was a lot of that. Like the Reynoso would get the ball, he tried to play it forward, and the next thing you know, like. We'll lose the ball. Whoever had the ball will lose the ball, or they wouldn't, or they would lose the 50 50. And it was just another. So we couldn't really push into the attacking third. I think we had like, I don't know, like a shot on goal, maybe. And like, yeah, I think the issue for me was just like, I was at the game and, and, I, and, and Chase was on my side. And so, like, I counted five times and like in that first half, Chase had some horrible passing options and i think one of them was the one that led to almost the first goal where he yeah where he's uh, done it again where he's passed it back to the keeper or passed it back to someone but the ball is not at the same speed or or weight and so it gives the the running midfield running attacker to just take it and he took it to the corner and drew out tyler and the defense was there and crossed the ball to someone who was running. And let's just be lucky. And we said it before that Vancouver can't really score. <laughs> right. And the ball just yeah. is this the one that hit the net. post. I heard one. No, of them no the this post. was, this was, this was like open, literally almost open net. And it just Yikes. skied the ball over the, over the net. And Lucas, right. uh, what's his name? Lucas. Uh, uh, what is it? Cavallini? Cavallini. Cavallini. I mean, he's a big dude. And he's strong. Like I up up front, we were like watching him, and I was like, "Geez, that is just someone." And it's I it's not like we didn't have warning on that guy either. Like I, I was surprised that he wasn't being just double teamed the whole game. 
He was yeah. given so much room. So much space to do it. things. <laughs> and he used it well. I mean, and, and that was one of the things is was, you know, like you had um and one of the funny things that happened um is um which is because I think they played uh a uh four four two. That's what um Vancouver played. And yeah. their right wing uh Caicedo, like every time he was in charge of like pressuring pressuring the left side so we're where chase was so when chase would dribble up or a ball was coming to him he pressed with him but when he would press with him he would clap his hands at him and say come on come on like it's like baiting him to do th- he did this literally for the first half wow. right and like just toying with him just toying with yeah. him and i was like and chase had as the game got on chase got made better decisions but the first 20 25 minutes it was just one of those were like what are you doing i was like mm-hmm. i was like you know like he would push the ball forward but like he would you know try to find space and and but just the passing was not there like nothing was clicking in sync and i think it wasn't until you know towards the later half where like people were switching roles right like dotson and um Dotson and Reynoso switched so they can be on different sides and then the, just to switch switch things and, and change it up a bit. Um, things started changing a little bit, but there were just times where, like, if Vancouver could shoot and finish, we would have been down easily at least oh, a goal yeah. in the first half. Yeah. Well, let's get to that second half because the big thing, the big the big striker let's just talk about the big striker uh 65th minute Juan Chope comes in and like you mentioned earlier Rodrigo Gregos goes out uh or or uh Bridget actually mentioned it um and then, and then they shift right they they lose their uh their 4-3-3 and go to a 4-2-3-1 with just putting Juan Chope up top and it starts to open things up like immediately because like three minutes later this is this is yours Sheila uh the amazing cross from Dotson this thing started I, I can't remember where it starts farther in the back who who gets it to Dotson is it Ozzy I think it's Ozzy right I are, think are you, it was Ozzy are you talking yeah. about the goal yes or, no the goal the cross was by Lude was that Lude yeah. to Dotson was it Lude oh yeah, yeah it was Lude it was it was Lude who crossed the ball to, Ra- to Ramon Avila That's uh, oh yeah it goes Ozzy you're right you're right Ozzy to Lude Lude with with a great stop amazing turn and just an absolutely perfect perfect cross right and yeah, like Sheila was saying, like Wanchobi didn't have to do anything. If anything, he had to back up a little bit because it was yeah. literally coming straight for his forehead. <laughs> yeah, he just missed. The, he just repositioned the ball, and that was it. Yeah. I just don't know how he was so wide open. I was like, wide open. He he was finding those spaces. He kept yeah um, before the goal and another time. That's like what that's 10 minutes later. Yes, yes, yes. He he would step forward and try to draw the the center backs with him and then he'd drop back to be onside and just take a step towards the ball. Yep. Um he finding that space it, it worked so much better. You could see he was trying that his first game when he just couldn't get on the ball because they were trying to trying to get him to run and press and that's not what he does um but this time it it worked out so that he was able to just be the the poacher up there and just find those spaces 
they weren't they weren't really marking him or they assumed that he wasn't going to move so they were just like standing there between him and the ball yeah. but right. he positions himself so he can take one step over get a tap in and he had a couple of those that were stopped but right. that's the one note I'm, i skipped so yeah the 69th minute was the dotson to one chope that he just volleys and it just barely goes yeah, over barely and then he does the clap like give me more give me more <laughs> yep, i want more yeah, of those yep. and he was, he was doing so. the all right let's press forward let's go put me in that right. spot let's do this yeah. right and i mean that's the thing too is like one of the things too that was really interesting to me is like and, and i've and i've said this so many times is like Metanier is such a great dribbler 1v1 and in this game he dribbled into the box more and he didn't cross the uh-huh. ball as often yeah and there was one time where he dribbled into the box and when he did that he threw the defense and then s- s- crossed it over and lewd like literally half volley one time did and yeah. like like almost went in and i was like and lewd was like yeah let's keep on doing that so the more he dribbles in he can square that ball and this, this is where Wanchope comes into play. Like, if you dribble in this way and you draw the center back and you just square that ball back up to the 18 and there should be someone out there, right? And that's yeah. that's when you have, like, a Dotson gets the ball, boom, you have someone like a Or just Wanchope bring the chaos. Him. Just shoot right. it and see mm-hmm. what happens. Right. <laughs> and that's the only – you want to be able to move those, those uh, center backs not only, like, laterally but vertically at the same time. You want to be able to move them. Like, if yep. you move them, that's where you're going to create open spaces. And the more we do that, the better. And I thought this was one of the better of Reynoso's games that we've had. Because the second half, he was everywhere. And, man, mm-hmm. he was getting hammered. And he was getting fouled. Yeah. And, like, I, that, that's one of my things is, like, you know, he's, like, he's he's going to be always mending. And, and, and you have to credit his grittiness and he's willing to keep on playing even after all that you know he just keeps on playing and he keeps trying to create and he takes it seriously and he wants to be able to work and i think him and dotson if they ever create some sort of chemistry together that's one of the things that's going to be like dotson likes to push the ball forward he's going to be able to find some of the spaces too but the second half is a much better half than than the than the first half i think just overall just not having a second half collapse is, is yeah, a huge, huge that's, that's, yeah. improvement <laughs> and they and they were given the space and the time to just do what they do best like we saw reynoso make those plays that we've wanted to see and at the same time we see habula doing those same things that we know that he can do uh, and the same from dotson it was it was like all of the all the positives that they have on paper that we haven't seen all of those came out in this game Right. And I think also, too, is is one of those positives, you know, Tyler Miller, because he had at least, what, four or five shots that were dead on. Massive. Yeah. Just if he if he didn't stop those, it would have been goals. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You guys think he he starts tonight? What do you think? Who's going to be in goal tonight? I think you have to Uh, rotate. I I would just probably give Tyler Miller another, you know, you have to be able to give him reps because you don't know. Yeah. You have two starting MLS keepers. Like, Transfer window is going to open and close. As we get down to like Taco Marmalas, you know, uh, Seattle needs a new keeper, right? That's mm-hmm. right. And they signed right. someone, but they're going to need someone else, right? I mean, you, you have other yeah, keepers that are Yeah, there's a few so. teams that are down to their third or fourth string GK. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would I would see him starting tonight. Um, yeah. I don't think you, you get a guy a clean sheet for the first time uh, in a while and then sit him. 
I don't see that happening. So, um, let's, yeah. I was going to say, let's talk briefly about the celebration um, of Juan Chope. Takes the shirt off. Uh, at first, we didn't know, or at least I didn't know, who, who was on that shirt, who represented. Uh, it turns out it was his brother who committed suicide last year during the pandemic over depression and just, I would assume, the weight of the pandemic and probably some other things as well. Um, unfortunately, he gets a yellow card for it, but I mean, that's like the standard procedure, I that's, suppose. Yeah. But having said that, knowing, you know, knowing the emotion and, and knowing the, the narrative and the story of what it's about, it, it feels like a pretty harsh and, and kind of yeah. ridiculous yellow. I mean, and, and, if you li- and if you listen to the presser afterwards when uh, Ramon was being interviewed, he goes, I didn't care. He's like, yeah, I didn't care less. Yeah, he was going to do it anyway. Yeah. So like, if if he's okay with that, then that's fine with me. Like I'm like if, like you know like well, yeah I agree like, with you. It's kind of like what we were talking about with the Olympics. It's like yeah you know at a certain point you want to make a statement and and it's it's uh, it's in some ways if if it's condoned then it becomes this other thing. Exactly right yeah, right you're not right. making you're not making it, the same statement that way. And just like with the Ochoa incident and we're like chase and dotson got fined like i'd be okay you know like if somehow there's a there's a way to fund to you know appeal or pay off this thing but i'm not saying people will do it but i mean like it's it's fine like if he doesn't want to appeal it that's fine he used to tribute i think the interesting thing is that that i heard from other referees is like if he would have just lifted his shirt and that over his head Heard that then too. it wouldn't then it That's wouldn't where, be a yeah. yellow card but if he but he did if it's so, over your head it's considered off yeah, rather so than just lifting it up so <laughs> it's so funny but i mean i i thought it was you know i was i watched the presser with him um when they were asking him questions and like you know he was like you know we needed to swing we needed to be able to do everything working he's like he's like and this is the first time he actually feels fit and healthy like he said you know nothing hurts and so like and I think you saw that in the game because the first game he came out, like he was not running. He was kind of hesitant about doing he'd, things. He'd never played on turf before and they yeah. ran him out on the shittiest turf. In the league. He did. <laughs> that is true. That is true. But like playing on grass was a whole different deal. So like yeah. maybe that's the key, right? Play it. Use yeah. Abila when we play start, on grass. Start him when you're on grass. Uh, yeah. I mean, we've, we've seen that from a few guys before. They come here and and they've never had to train inside in the winter. Um, and they're stuck in the dome at Blaine with its decent turf um, compared to the rest of the turf at those buildings. But uh, yeah, it takes, it takes guys a while to get used to it. Some of, some of them never adjust to that. Um, but I mean, he was, he was doing all the same things that we saw at this match uh, from the beginning there. Um, so yeah, we're we're finally seeing what we were right sold. Well, yeah, and, and that's the other conversation, him. right? Like, because we could we could dive into it. I um, and let me know when you guys want to do this because I I do have the listing at least of the Minnesota United players the salaries <laughs> were released. So if you guys want to talk about that, we can do that a little bit, or we can save well, it so for it, another time. We can do it. We can do it briefly. I was going to say one nil final. Uh, finally get the W to get out of being Lanterna, get out of being the bottom feeders, um, get get some three points, a little relief, uh, but still a very, very, very deep hole. Um, sure, Rodrigo, yeah. what, what, what would you like to highlight? Uh, Bridget, go ahead. 
Well, I was just going to say uh, to see the smiles on these guys. So many who have never right. never played in front of home fans and gotten a win. That was Reynoso's first Wonderwall. The smile, Ron, you, you posted that a close up of his smile in that. Yeah, that I mean, team that's, shot, just, that's just such a like, uh, all of a them just smile, seemed like, like a joy, yeah. like, like a kid joy from winning something or doing something. It was, it was, it was one of those. Was this is why we're here. Yeah. Yeah. You look at Tyler, you look at Dotson, all of them who have who have experienced it to be able to share it. I mean, that was a great moment. I mean, and there was the the whole exchange between Boxy and Seth. No, not Seth, sorry, Will, right? Yeah. Uh, the fist bump and the exchange of the jersey. I mean, I guess one because it was just, it was. I think that was uh, Boxy's 100th MLS game. Yeah, so. that's right. His and so like well, his 101st. Oh, uh, right. The away game was 100, but uh, yeah, that thank you. They celebrate those at home, so. So I mean, and one of one of one of the funnest things for me being at the game was watching Boxy work, mm-hmm. like, and defensively, like man, like he's a wall. Like, like Seriously. at the beginning when we signed him, yes, I you know I didn't like him, I know that, but ever since he he's proven that he deserves to be where he's at, he's just. I mean, there was times where like Casado, who's like probably I don't know, like maybe two feet t- shorter than him mm-hmm. and he's jumping up for the ball. And then like, literally it's like an aerial takedown WWE style, which just flips him and <laughs> just throws him yep. on the ground. You're like, he just Holy throws cow. that shoulder in and like, let's you know, go. And so, so have you guys been following Abe and Mai's, uh, uh Twitter thread about his, his future post, uh, post sporting mm. for pro pro athlete. We're, we're trying to get him. But Jason Statham. A- that's right. We're trying to make him into a, a B action superhero and get him into like, you know, some martial arts and stuff like that. And I'll, I'll, I'll train him up and I'll set him free and he can like rock with Jason Statham. That's the goal. He'll be, he'll be the New Zealander, the New Zealand action hero. So go. if we're looking at, um, hold on, let me pull this up here. Um, so if we're looking at for the Minnesota United, um, so the guaranteed compensation, or you, we're looking at base salary. So base salary, the highest uh, we have, I believe, is Robin Lude with 849K, right? And then after that is Wanchope with 800,000. Mm-hmm. And then you look at Ozzy at 300,000 is great, I think, right? Um Boxo, I just can't believe Boxo's making three hundred and eighty-four thousand. That man needs to make more money. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, uh, Debasi's making six hundred twenty-five k. Dotson because he's still on his he's still on his Adidas, right? Or is he uh, first three-year contract? So he's only making eighty-one. That's gonna have to go way up. So we're gonna have to be able to clear some cash to keep him. Ethan Finley's at four fifty. Gasper again, just like Dotson, he's at eighty-one k. Gregor seven hundred and fifty thousand. Hayes, Hayes at one hundred and sixty k. I was like, wow. That's. I mean, yeah. they never. You know, play you know him, who so. makes about, who makes ten thousand less than Jacory Hayes. Cool. Brent Coleman. Hmm. Paid one hundred fifty thousand for Brent Coleman. Like, I mean, you're looking at that. You know, Tyler Millen is making literally more than any other goalkeeper. I, I currently, he's making four hundred k. Um. And Reynoso is, you know, at 750K, and that's acceptable. Ike, I just don't get, he's still at 600K on here for the base salary. So, like, we need to be able, if we're not going to do anything, we need to free up St. Clair, 
like at 95k right and uh, juca 285 i mean if if i were to go with just a, the, the lowest paid uh noah Billingsley is making 66 dj taylor is making 63 patrick Weah is making 63 but um but a homegrown goalkeeper uh freddie emmys is making sixty six thousand dollars <laughs> At at, I mean, at the age of like what seventeen, eighteen? I mean, like, I would say that's, that's more yeah, money than like, I've ever made I'm, in my life. I'm at seventeen. I'm thirty one and I make forty a year. <laughs> so like, so, I'm, I'm just saying. So like, Freddie is you know. Talk to you guys. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yep. you know, I'm gonna seventeen, if I see Sheila, Freddy, seventeen, seventeen, and making that kind of money, and I'm like, woo, just to, I mean, like, wow, you know. So yeah, I mean, there's some some of this, there's some of the, the things that you know, but the funniest thing to me, and I'm glad he's getting paid, is Tomasa Cohen is still making 420k. <laughs> Wait, how is he? How much is he making? 420k. Wow, that's that's and, some good uh, veganza. And, and investing, he, he's at home with his loved ones, his fiance or girlfriend, and that kid that keeps keeps posting on Instagram. Yes. I do yeah. follow him on Instagram. Yes, I do. He's got he's got lots him. of surf. He's got new surfboards to buy. That's what I, I know. That's going. what I'm saying. And he and he just yeah. started the Liga, right? He just started the league. Just started this week, I think. So like, I have to check out. I mean, like, surfboards. Life is mate. good. Life is good with 420k <laughs> for a whole year. I mean, like, if you're Thomas Tacon, are you really that upset that you're not getting? I mean, you're you're making money that for your family, probably. Yeah, you more make that. Money. You make almost half a million dollars, and then they send you home. Here, go play with your family, and you're like, okay. Cool. Got it. All right. Well, pausing on that, let's let's do a quick run through of week five. Um, in fact, let's just let me just ask what stands out besides the uh, atrocious Columbus logo that's apparently now in the mix. Uh, <laughs> Toronto wins, by the way, they beat Columbus. Um, what else? Do you, Montreal, big win. What else did you all like there besides the Minnesota win? I mean, that's the, the Seattle San Jose game was great. That was good, yeah. That was a good game. Was it typical madness with uh, San Jose? They were trying. Yeah. yeah. They had their chances. I mean, you know, Ewell and company were trying to, and Wanda were trying to make it happen, but they just, you know, I mean, Seattle is so sound defensively at times. But that's the, you know, but that's, that is uh, where uh, Fry got hurt, right? Because uh, oh, it was yeah, a collision. Yeah, yeah. It was a collision with, uh, trying to think here it was a collision with jewel jackson mm. uh, he was going for a ball and he, he he went out and like it like his leg literally like he's in midair and his leg is spinning and then he lands on it and so then he had to be uh stretched out and, and guess who becomes uh the goalkeeper because seattle's out of subs right and he can't sub for a goalie i think it was alex rolled on had to put on a jersey. Really? Yeah. Amazing. He had to he put scores on a jersey. He scored the goal and then he scored the the winning goal and then they put they handed him gloves and a keeper jersey. Oh, that's amazing. I love it. And then Jackson Yule crashed into him also like the very first play and he was down for a couple of minutes. It's like the Minnesotan uh, goal goalkeeping destroyer. He's going after everybody. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> well, they pulled it off so Seattle still stays top of the top of the west there and uh i think montreal with that win over miami are are they top in the east that's pretty top incredible. or second yeah they're wow up there. 
did not see that one coming. It's good on him. Um, all right, let's talk a little bit about today. We already mentioned uh, Dallas this evening. We talked about likely Miller getting the start. What do you think? Maybe one Chope starts. Do you think he gets the full ninety? What kind of formation? Do we go back to the one up top? Uh, do you think the four three three comes back? Probably not, is what I'm thinking. But how are you all feeling? I would think if maybe start one Chope and do the four two three one, and then basically like the reverse of the last match, maybe drop to a four three three to get fresh legs. But I I mean. To That's... be honest with to be honest, to be able to make the playoffs, you, you like you can only do like I think you have to win two games and then draw one. Like for the yeah. rest of the season. Like you can't afford to lose games. And I think either you go for the win or you go for the draw. Like away usually you're okay with taking a point away, but um we've had three home games <laughs> or two home games and like we've been able we've been able three. to do much. And I get any points, so I think that's the thing right now is you just just gotta just gotta take the points where you can. One chope uh, formation go. I I'm not sure about that. I mean, I think I think you 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 bring in one chope. Um, I I think what he's gonna do is he's gonna do kind of what he did this time, right? Maybe he'll do a four three two one. Maybe he'll do the four three three. But as long as Dotson's on the field and he's put it in a position to to do more things. And I think if Gregosh plays more on the wing, then you can get those connections to someone who's who's he running with. And so my thing is just what are you going to do with Chase? Like you can't not not play him. And I'm it looks like solve nobody, a problem like a Chase Gasper. There's nobody to replace him with. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you look at our depth in that section, you know, Juga could play that position, but he's playing center back because the boss right. won't be back. Because there's nobody else to play center back. Yeah, the boss won't be back to probably a couple more games. And Kevin Gucci has not um, got a pro- uh, concussion protocol, so you can't really put him as a center back if you really try to. So, and you don't really want to put Coleman there, so I how's mean, how's DSC's defending skills? Can we put him out there as a <laughs> just as out a left back? Player. Yeah, you know. Here, stand here. <laughs> put your hands in your pocket. That's right. Let me <laughs> let, we'll duct tape your hands together so you don't get into the habit of just touching the ball with your hands. No, uh, no, DSC, you cannot wear gloves on the field when you're a field player. You got your keeper, <laughs> yes, but a field player. I mean, yeah, we got rolled on keeping. Let's put let's put one I mean, of the keepers out as a left back. Let's do it. Um, the other last thing I've got, Allianz, we alluded to this earlier. Apparently, increasing to full capacity starting in June, June 23rd for the next, maybe the second meeting of Austin FC. In fact, so yay, I get yay question mark. <laughs> I mean, that's, that'll be, it'll be a fun one. That's the pride match. So, I mean, you want, you want a lot of people there, um, but yeah. Are we psychologically are ready, ready for it? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the question. Exactly. I, maybe by then that's, that's mid June. So, or end of June. Yeah. We'll have, we'll have a month to see how this drawback goes and uh, see what happens, I guess. Full capacity, Sheila, you ready? I'm ready. You're ready. Shield's going to be there. There you go. Hey, All right. Hey, well, hey, hold hey, on. Hey, hold hey. On. How go. much are tickets? Too much. Yeah. <laughs> 50 bucks, I would guess. People are reselling them. Yeah, for. around there. Yeah. I mean, if you want, 
like if you're interested, just let me know and I could probably find you like face value tickets. Because mm-hmm. everything out there they're, yeah, they're there's usually different. with the dark clouds, there's usually a, a trade of some sort going on, ticket exchange. So there there's decent prices out there. Yeah, but I just we, we didn't highlight the one thing that I wanted to highlight. Oh uh, please. Which was the DC United and Chicago game. In which I hope Sarah is happy and the Rose, Rose Room Collective is happy that they oh, were they able are. to beat that they were able to beat Calvo because Calvo was classic on this one because he didn't even follow the ball like he didn't push. But it was also not only a seven win minute. Yeah, seven minutes. It was not only not only a win, but it was also Peruvian celebration because um because Edison Flores scored off a header and that's his first MLS goal <laughs> and he needed that so bad and so that was great to be able to celebrate that and to be able to do that and see that and do it and win it's 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 a good day it was a good day to be a DC United fan ladies all right with that let's uh, take a break and do some internationals <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to the show. Join the Patreon at patreon.com backwards slash Minnesota Football Show. Okay, and we're just wrapping up the last uh, stretch of our Minnesota football show with international news. Boom. Um, we mentioned this last week, but I think it just bears repeating that it is kind of historic that at this point, Chelsea is the first club in history to reach both the Champions League finals of men's and women's. Never happened before. So good on Chelsea. Uh, English Premier League, Bridget, this is more for you. Uh, Liverpool got a pretty big win last week, 2-0 over Southampton and the other big one that everybody was watching, I think was Chelsea beating Man City two to one. Um, you know, the lead is Man City wins on points. Nobody's going to catch them. They already, they already get to have their celebration. Good on, on them. However, the race between these next champions league spots and even the Europa league spots is pretty open. And so I guess my yeah. question to you, Bridget is how does your Liverpool, uh, throw some elbows and, and get back in this thing. <laughs> uh, well, Mo Salah's back in form. Firmino's back in form. Uh, they've both been scoring finally uh, after kind of a dry spell for both. So I think they, they have more conf- confidence going in to this stretch. Um, and they know, they know exactly what they're playing for. They've, they have that goal set. So I think, I think they have they had a chance, which I probably wouldn't have said like two weeks ago, but um, it's there. Yeah. What do we have uh, after today? Is it two matches or three matches left? Liverpool's a game down too, right? So maybe they yeah. have a few more. I think I want to say it's three. Okay. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on it. See what happens. Um, and they play again, and they also on the thirteenth they beat uh, Manchester United. That was a pretty big win, four to two. Yeah, that I, I just, think I that just was grabbed the... Liverpool highlights for you. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I think that was the, the big confidence booster. Um, because I haven't been listening to him at work anymore just because it gets too frustrating. Uh, but to, to see score alerts coming up on my phone, goal Bobby, goal Mo, goal Bobby. It's, uh, they, it's more like themselves a couple of years ago. Um, the team that we recognize. So, Is this yeah. the one where Mo Salah did the, uh, the Hugh Jackman Wolverine? Yes. Ah, this this yep. is content for Sheila. Sheila, have you seen this one? Mm-mm. Well, well, well then. <laughs> Bridget, Bridget will be sending it to sweet immediately. Yes. Yep. <laughs> it's a good shot. It's a good shot. He's not wearing a shirt is what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, while that's happening, let's go to... Uh, to España with the women's league. This is coming from uh, Brando over at Burn It All Down. Apparently, I didn't see this match, but Real um, Real Oviedo and who were they playing? Osasuna played a match, and I guess there was some uh, racist garbage thrown at uh, Yuki Togawa. One can only imagine it probably had to do with some um, something anti-Asian related. Uh, just sucks, and it and it was caught. And you know they're going through the whole traditional press release and blah 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 and I, I don't know where things have landed yet but uh see where see where that goes there, there's your this week in racism i suppose is that one um everything happening in in the uh in palestine uh there was obviously going to be some responses in the sporting world particularly from uh deportivo palestino in chile where the entire team came out with the uh, I always forget how you pronounce it. The kafia, I think is how you say it. The yeah. traditional Palestine scarf, Palestinian scarf. Um, that was that was just a really cool show of solidarity. And e- even the coaching staff, like all, everybody was uh, was wearing it. So good on them. It's in the slack, Sheila. It's in the oh. slack, Sheila. <laughs> Run. <laughs> uh we want that in time reaction comment. <laughs> uh, nice. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I think I think uh, Christian over at Hop Clouds actually did the the he put he put the one yeah. shot by the one shot. That's the, Hugh- that's the one that I sent here. The the who wore it better. There you go. <laughs> from Hop Clouds. <laughs> uh, uh, Libertadores, uh, Rodrigo. We had some interesting things happening this week. Uh, the leaders are starting to kind of fall apart. Um, the big one, Internacional, got beat by a Deportivo Tachira from Venezuela. And as is tradition, we featured Barcelona from uh, Ecuador last week, and they got smoked by the strongest from Bolivia, 2 0. Whoops. <laughs> MNFS curse. Wow. Well, not only that, but the, um, I'm trying to remember what the match was. Um... It was Colombia. Was it uh, Atletico Minero versus America de Cali, right? Uh, where, like, they're still going in Colombia. There's still uh, manifestations and, and there's still, you know, ongoing violence towards the people yep. who are protesting. And, like, the tear gas made it into the stadium and made it that, into. That wasn't yes. even the worst one. The, the, it was it was uh, Junio Refuse and River Plate. That one oh, that's they, right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. They had to abandon the match for a little bit because there was so much tear gas, like, 
the players couldn't even function. And that's the thing too, is like one of those things is like, we've talked about it on this show. We're like, well, this is what's happening in Colombia and people are not going to, you know, stop. Right. And, you know, the Colombian president has pretty much said, well, the cops are trying just to protect themselves. So they are free, free and free to shoot people. And we're like, what? And so that's led to even more things. And like, guess what starts next week? Right. I mean, or next month. Right. Um, in a month or so, it's like we got Copa Libertad, we got uh, Copa America, yeah, supposedly, how, and, and we don't even how, know how, how that's how. gonna work, right? I mean, it's just uh, if it's going to be that where we see like tear gas or whatnot being being used, you know, the residents, the residue of it filling stadiums, and that's just going to be a big lesson for anyone else trying to plan something not only during a pandemic but during, um you know, uh, when the country's in turmoil. So that's right. There's actually a, it's, it's hashtag no a la Copa America in Colombia. It's been, it's been moving around. Uh, I think it started before these Libertadores matches, but now between these two that, that we just mentioned, Atletico Nacional and Junior FC, like it it really took off because it's like, okay, sweet. So here, this is basically the trial run, or this is the, the taste of things to come. If, if this Copa America actually somehow, uh, happens and and that's obviously quite upsetting to like you like you said or to go to just normal citizens trying to make it through and and then terribly difficult time under all this uh repression right now it's it's bad it's really bad um we have a lot of colombian friends and i might reach out to uh, i'm thinking of Pereira senior right now because pretty much all he does is watch colombian football anymore i think <laughs> so he might have some some really good uh and interesting and, um... opinions and visit his uh, grandkids. So, yeah, that's right. That's right. I, I could talk to Luis Pereira. He's actually been texting me just to see. Yeah, him. I got David too. Is an, is another one. We'll we'll, we'll yeah. see. It's be. I I just it's so hard to to think how this is even gonna is gonna happen. But I mean, Conmebol is Conmebol. Um, David actually brought this up in one of our chats. He's like, well, it's, this isn't even close to the first time that they've tried to have an international tournament during a fascist regime. I mean, during the dirty wars that happened in Argentina, here it is in Argentina again, I think in the seven, I'd have to go back and get my dates straight, but I know it was, I think it was hosted in Brazil at one point too, during the military dictatorship. So, I mean, there's definitely precedent. So yeah, good times. Um, back Lester to Libertadores. Chelsea. Hey, there you go. That's that's an update of FA Cup. That's a that's a big one there for big W for Leicester. Wow. Mm-hmm. Was it was it that same final one nil? Uh, yes. Okay. Like. Right on, right on. Um, I was just gonna mention some of the uh, dark horses that we're looking at here in Libertadores. Rentistas uh, did not win, but they tied São Paulo, which is a, a pretty impressive thing to do so good for them and our our favorites our our underdoggies that we love so much that are usually always ready we're just not quite ready <laughs> always ready lose two to one against Olympia. they were ready for minutes one through 90 <laughs> that's right bridget that is correct <laughs> they get scored on like pretty much in the dying minutes of stoppage time in like the 94th minute and olympia actually beat them at home which which hurts even more uh, always ready. They're still in it, though, is the thing. I mean, it, it, it gets a little more complicated, I think, now, point-wise in the table. But 
somehow, some way, there is still a chance they can get through. Yeah. Um, Rodrigo, you want to talk about Velez, I think. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I think it was one of those games that um, I was really interested in watching and seeing because uh, Totina Marija for his place for LDU de Quito, and he was actually going to be able to be fit for this match. Um, and um, let's see, I think it was uh, the score was 3 1. Uh, Tiago Almada, Lucas Jansen, Federico Manquello at the 93rd minute um, from Vela Starfield. There's actually a red card from L- LDU. So the only score was for Matias Unino. Um, for, um, and so that was one of those things, you know, that I was just trying to figure out to see if he played. Um, and let's see, lineups. If you look at the lineups, you had. Uh, yeah, he did start. So, uh, so Amarilla did start. I think he was not subbed out. So, so that was one of those things. So he played a full ninety. So, um, unfortunate, but you know, just cool. To just keep on tabs on on who else from those former players are doing out there. So, one saloon. Where we're jumping <laughs> in on the Daves, I know one saloon. Um, the African League champs, the Champions League is happening too. They're in their quarterfinals. Uh, it's very uh, Maghreb, North African heavy. So you've got uh, Belo Izdad from, uh, I want to say they're from Algeria, playing Esperance from uh, Tunisia. The Kaiser Chiefs, South Africa, Simba, I want to say is Tunisia, uh, from, um, not Tunisia, um, next to South Africa. And now it's blowing my mind. Um, brain fart. Sorry, it's gone. Alahi, Egypt, and Mabalodi are also South African. Um, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna do it right now, or it's gonna bother me. Hold on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tanzania. I knew it was a T. I knew it was a T. Get the wrong T. Tanzania. Tanzania. Thank you. Thank you. As, as you heard the banging around, there's lots of cooking happening. <laughs> um, we got Liga Miyakis, Klaus Odegundo. Favor. <laughs> Just let him do his noise. Right? Like Puebla versus Atlas. Right? Thank you. And Cruz Azul versus Toluca. <laughs> I think that's just one of those things that, you know, Cruz Azul is, 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 is doing, you know, a really good job. So we'll see how that plays up. Like, you know, we'll see how, how good they are and how well they do and last until August, right? When they when they get to play MLS team again. Uh let's yes. see, Major League Soccer tonight. Yeah, what do you see there that you're... Saturday? Um I just want to see like the whole Chicharito storyline and how LA Galaxy is playing mm-hmm. now. It's, it's it's an interesting one. So I I'd love to watch that. That one will be um, on Univision too on Rabbit Ears LA yep, and so Austin. you should be able to watch that. Austin FC is a decent team, which kind of sucks because like ever since like Atlanta United and Minnesota United came out, like they've been like besides FC Cincinnati, that's the only other sucky expansion team that's like actually not. You got Nashville who did pretty decent, and now you got Austin FC that's a pretty decent team. Um, I want to watch. Um, let's see. I want to watch that Portland game with San Jose. So we'll see how that works out. Um, you know, Philly plays the Red Bulls. 
and you always want to see what Caden Clark is. If you haven't, if you play fantasy, right? Um, fantasy, MLS fantasy, start Caden Clark. That's just one thing I've learned from <laughs> now. It's just you cannot not start him. So something always happens. And then you have Minnesota versus Dallas at seven. So it should be really interesting to see what we do against my stepdad. <laughs> he, he is my stepdad. You know, he's, he's a, part he's Peruvian. A, you know, I get to pick one stepdad and I, you know, just happen to pick one that's that, that, that's in the league. So he's a pretty man. That is true. Um, tomorrow we got a double. No, we don't. We just have these uh, sensing versus enter on rabbit ears. Fox is, is it just me or is like, is there, is it just Beckham bucks constantly at the networks? Cause it feel, I feel like uh, Miami yeah. is. Yeah. Thank you. They're always <laughs> on, right. It's like, yep. MLS on Fox, Inter Miami versus whoever, whoever versus Inter Miami, Inter Miami. Them and them and Galaxy, which has always yes. been the networks have always loved Galaxy. Like that's, I remember like 15 years ago when I wasn't really following MLS, I always saw Galaxy games. Uh, and Miami is going to be exactly the same thing for the Eastern Conference. Great, Boo. great. All right, Eric, we're right. reaching the end here, but I got something for you. Uh oh. Specifically for you. Okay. Who is not returning to Arsenal? Do you have an idea? I do. How dare you? <laughs> As a free agent. Go ahead. Talk no, about it. No, I don't want to. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I'm going to do a, what is it? Alternate reality. It's, it's yeah. actually not happening. <laughs> David Luiz is not uh, returning hey, to Arsenal. But you know what you. you know what the rumor in France and other places in the internet are saying, right? Who's interested mm-hmm. in picking him up? Oh yeah, I into did Miami. That. Of course, Miami. <laughs> but like they're, which, they're which, DP. Yeah, would be the which means there's a high probability if that happens that David Luiz could play for the USL side of <laughs> of Inter Miami. <laughs> And I, and and that would not make you any more happier than just not being able to see them anywhere else. And I mean, at the very least, there was there was there weren't talks with uh, what's his name with uh, Watson and crew here in, in the Twin Cities. I mean, right. I I don't know what I would do if that if it came if it comes to that. Apparently, Arsenal <laughs> like, fans want a two point one. Just 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 want him and. We'll then gone to see what happens. So this, they yeah. just don't want them on there. So we'll see. There, there are few things. I mean, the, the so-called Brazilian community, and, and that's very much in air quotes for everybody listening in, in this Twin Cities, is extremely divided over every single division line you can think of between just regular citizens of the United States, maybe even multiplied. However, that being said, the one driving factor that would bring everybody together in absolute rage would be David Luiz on minnesota united there there would be there would be fire there would be fire i'm just hoping that he lands on fc cincinnati or he goes somewhere else in the mls so then that way you can have your 30 your 90 minutes of therapy session yelling and screaming at the tv or revenue yeah. whatever the game may be on and you can feel much better being able to cuss and swear in Portuguese and any kind of uh, uh I mean I'm not uh, even sure he can go Portuguese. back to Brazil at this point. That's probably the reason he's coming here is this is like they've they've revoked his citizenship. Revoked his he's like, yeah, like nope <laughs> elsewhere. He's gonna he's gonna go, he's gonna take the uh 
Ronaldinho model is gonna go play. Uh, he's gonna right. go play in the Paraguayan prison league, and we're gonna be able to watch that. And then he I can. Mean, that's, and then he can reenact the whole the sideshow. Prisons. He yep. can reenact the whole sideshow Bob thing as when he goes to jail. Snaps. <laughs> I'm giving you snaps, Rodrigo. That's, that is the narrative. That that's perfect. perfect. That's perfect. Uh, I got nothing look, else. I'm done. It's been a lovely, lovely, lovely time spending with you folks. Uh, please, uh, listeners, uh, give us a rate on the iTunes or whatever your social, wherever you download your podcast from. Uh, don't forget. Uh, www.patreon.com backslash MN football show. If you want to be able to get some other stuff, we're working on some other stuff as well. Uh, not only the beer, uh, which I have to thank Hop Clouds for because I tweeted out that, you know, I'm I'm having an interview. So either sending me good vibes and beer and then Hop Clouds left beers at my first step. So I was like, that that is that is quality. So I am. I, I do friends, love friends coming home places. and finding a finding a bomber just sitting on the yeah. top of the front steps. <laughs> so that's going to be uh, that's going to be it for us. Uh, thank you, Bridget. Thank you, Sheila. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, listeners. Uh, you all have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Yeah.